to go to church or not to go that is the question i mean that is the literal question for today's episode but it's also a question that we sometimes ask ourselves should i go to church today or shouldn't i go i mean i have a lot of work and i'm busy i need some time to rest from everything and church makes me tired and all that i mean you might have had some terrible experiences at church and you want to avoid going to church and so that's why you might have some of those questions you might even be questioning the whole idea of being in church and what the benefit of church actually is well i get you and don't worry if you are asking yourself that question then listen to this episode because we might have the answer for you so join me and my guest for today was Ezepo as we dissect the question to go to church or not to go so dial it in because youth for 12 is on the line Thank you very much Zizi for for joining me for today's episode on Youth for 12. Are you excited to be here? Are you happy to be joining us with Youth for 12? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. All right. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, I mean, we are excited to have you here and we can't wait to have this conversation with you. Before we start, can you just please tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, especially for those who don't know you? Okay, my name is Zizi Pomajola. Um my background is quite I don't know puzzled up a little. I grew up on a family uh which was all Christian and then um but then my parents passed away when I was still young and then um my mom's friend is the one who raised me and then she's the one who taught me to be a Christian and live my life and dedicate my life to God for the rest of my life of which that I'm still doing till this day. So yeah, I think that covers my background. Wow, wow. Thank you very much for sharing that with us. Um and perhaps you know what can you say about you know being young and being active in in being a Christian or in spiritual uh matters, you know, um how, what has that been like for you, you know? Um yeah. Well, I can say that uh firstly, uh when you in a different location, it also goes with how much pressure you're getting and how much pressure are you willing to accept and as to how you're handling yourself as well. That pl- it plays a huge role in your life because if you're in an environment where you mostly get peer pressure or that person who's still trying to find yourself as a person with everything that is going on in the world and how everything is changing if you're easily influenced and you don't have like um a backbone so to say like you don't know how to stand your ground and say this is not for me you can easily get lost in this world so if you are saying that i am a christian then you got to have a backbone for that so that's how i'm i'm surviving Wow, that's so interesting. That's so interesting and so true, you know. Um it definitely requires a backbone. It does. I mean, the three Hebrew boys and Daniel will tell you that, you know, 
they had to have a backbone and be able to stand for their faith, whereby everybody else was doing something else. It definitely is something that is that is so true that we need to have a backbone and be able to stand uh, for our faith. Um, yeah, so I mean, speaking of our faith, um, a big part of us as Christians, a big part of what, what we... Um, what defines us, not defines, but like what people identify with us is is church, uh, going to church. And so perhaps, you know, today we are talking about to go to church or not to go. Um, and, and that is the main question. So <laughs> I want to ask you first, like, do you go to church? I mean, how often do you attend church? I go to church. I'll say that I go to church. I attend youth services. I attend church the people that call church which is like your normal sundays and everything and then you get also like your get togethers that are done by like um the youth especially those are the ones that i enjoy because you get uh to experience insights well since now i'm in cape town at the time i was in durban so i was involved a lot in all of that and um it's an interesting journey like going to church is the best decision that one can make because um if you are young and or you're an adult, but like a young adult transitioning into whatever, uh, having a connection or having a support structure that is faith-based and that will like constantly hold you responsible and accountable to your decision because you're going to know that if I'm slipping, I have a sister, I have a brother who's going to be like, this is what we are for. So remember who you are in Christ. Remember that you once said that you are a child of God and don't forget whose you are because in this world, one thing that we need to understand as Christians or as people is that we don't need to be perfect to go to God. We don't need to do things. It's not what we do that justifies us, but it's by Christ so that we need to understand that wow seriously i mean you just took me to church right there i mean thank you very much for that 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 is so powerful um i mean you don't have to be perfect to go to god i mean that that is something and i mean we we try so hard we think that we need to be a certain way in order for us to go to church i mean that's that's so absurd just go exactly and i mean i've I've heard this quote so many times but it's so true that you know church is like a hospital for sick people you can't just say i need to just be proper before i go to hospital you are sick you have to be sick in order for you to be able to get well you know you that's where you belong you know um and so i mean that is very interesting and perhaps you know just to look at the life of, of Christians and the role of church um, in, in our lives as Christians. What is the role of church in our lives, especially as young Christians? Why do we need to go to church? You know why we need to go to church? I'm going to detour a little before I answer your question, because um, I remember back in 2016, we I was strong in faith, but not strong in faith, if that makes sense where um i was mad at god yeah. for some at some point and i was like um you know when you're expecting god to 
I won't say do something, but then I was trusting God so much that um, I was even, you know, when you're like uh, all about saying, I'm going to church, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, where you think that God is going to justify you according to what you're doing, or God is going to like you more according to what you're doing. But then that's not how it works. I had to experience that, that in as much as whatever you're saying that you're going to do or that whatever god doesn't look at all of that he just wants you to be in him and live in him and then when you're doing that going to church is just going to be like yo i have a date so let me attend my date Mm -hmm. so it's all about that for me now i don't take it as if like i'm going to church i just take it as if i have a date you know Mm -hmm. so a lot of people might be excited for that yeah, I think, I, you know, I, I love that aspect that you just introduced that, I mean, going to church, sometimes we think that going to church is what justifies us, you know, it makes us look good in front of the eyes of God, and it's what will give us salvation, yes. but we don't go to church because of that, you know, we, we go to church because we want to connect with God, we, we want to, you know, build a relationship yes. with Him, you know, it's not something that we do to get something from God or to get justified by God because all of that has already been done. So we just go because we have a date with our creator. So I definitely love that. And, you know, just to go back to that question, uh, perhaps, you know, young Christians today perhaps might not see the necessity of, of going to church that much. So what would you say is, what role does church um, play in the life of, of, of a young Christian uh, perhaps as, as well as you, for example, you know, in, in your life, you did highlight, but maybe you can just use that as an example as well. Okay. So this is what church does to a person. It's a sort of, it builds you, it builds your character. It, it like the character that you require to, to sustain your faith in Christ. It gives you that. It builds your hope. It teaches you to to engage better, to be a better person, treat as better. It teaches you how to handle yourself, how to handle situations when you feel attacked, when you feel down, and then you go to church. You get restored. You feel like, okay, now this is time for me to compose myself and know that I'm not doing all this by myself. I didn't put myself wherever I am. It gives you that uh, power to renew your mind, to renew your thinking processes and know that, you know what, I have people that I can trust in the Lord where you can go and consult with a person and be like, this is what I'm going through. Then they empower you. It teaches you that in life as a person, you need people that are going to surround you. You need God to be the center of your life. In as much as you can say that I've achieved this and this, but you like it makes you understand that everything that is going on is for a purpose and it's by grace and favor that it's all happening and it's all aligning and that you need to reach a certain purpose that God created you for. It teaches you that in the world, you're not sure to fit in, but you are here as a passerby and you need to constantly remember that as a person that you're not of this world so you're not bound to conform to anything that is here but instead do what god wants you to do so that you make it a better place while you're passing by because there's this thing that i once uh read it says um purpose is not meant for you 
but then for the people that you meet. But then the purpose is meant for you to fulfill it so that the people that are surrounding you can benefit from it, even though you think that it's what you desire, but then it's not. It's just that it's meant to benefit other people. So church is all in all meant to empower people and teach them to be better people and handle themselves in a way that God handled everyone, that they would want to be handled. You are muted. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so sorry about that. These it's things okay. happen. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe that happened. Uh, but I was just saying how, you know, mind blown I am right now um, at everything that you just said, especially the last part about that your purpose is not there to serve, you know, you, but it's, it's there to serve everyone else around you. You know, when God gives us a specific mission or purpose, it's there for you to be able to, to bless others, for you to be able to help others. Um, so I really love that. And that church, you know, restores us, you know, it renews us, it teaches us, you know, empowers us to be better people, uh, to be better Christians uh, so that we can have yes. more impact in the world. Um, I definitely And have love a closer connection to God mm. because it's mm. all about that, getting to like draw your strength from the Lord because you can't, you can't survive this world without that. So it constantly so restores you and gives you the strength and God constantly reassures you, I am still here, even though you might not feel it. You know, sometimes like um, you go to church and then you don't even feel like going to church. But then when you get there, God just talks to you in a way that you've never imagined. He just answers that one question that you didn't even think that you needed a response for. So true. And then just it, like it just... Yes, it just gives you a, like a different hope. And then you're like, okay, God's got me. I am favored. I am loved by God because that's what's important. And people should know that they are loved because a lot of people do crazy stuff for love. So they should, like church gives you that sense of belonging, that sense of love that that no man can give you, that no human being can give you that. So they need to feel that. Church gives you peace when you get here, like, I am home. So people need mm. to get that feeling, you know. They need it sure. in this world. Mm. You know, it, in a world whereby we do crazy things for love, we need to remember that we are loved. We don't need to do anything to receive God's love because he first loved us. I love that, you know, like where sometimes we feel like we, we have nowhere to go. Church is there as our home, as a place for us to go and be reunited with God. And, you know, you just, as you're talking, a verse that came to mind was Luke 2 verse 52, that God, I mean, Jesus grew in wisdom and favor and stature with, with God and man. And I think that what's, that's what sums church up so perfectly, that when we go to church, we are able to get connected not only to God, but also with our fellow men. You know, yes. we're able to fellowship with, with men, was... but also get connected to God. So th that's just so beautiful, you know. And I think sometimes we, we forget that. Um, and you said something that, that is so interesting, that when you go to church, you know, sometimes you don't feel like going to church. Um, and, and so you did say that God will sometimes speak to you, you know, and, and address maybe the, the exact need that you, you, you have at that 
moment in time. And so I just wanted to ask you that, is it necessary for us to go every week to church? Sometimes like we feel like, ah, man, I, I don't want to go to church right now. I'm so like, you know, I'm so down and, and everything, you know, I, I, I really am not in the mood today. What, what do you say to that? Is it necessary for us to pick ourselves up and actually go? The first question that you should like ask yourself every time when you're feeling like that is why are you feeling down? Because God didn't give you a spirit of that. You know, that's the first thing that you need to address as a person when you're like, ah, today I'm so tired. Maybe that is the day that God wanted to say something that is so particular to your life. That's when that you need to press on. You have the days that you don't feel like going to church are the most important days for you to go to church because there is something profound that is meant to be delivered to you. You don't even know whether God has destined something for you on your way to church for that particular day, even if you don't have to go to church, but something that is along the line. That's one thing that I've learned, that I've experienced personally, where I was like, today I'm not going to church. But then I ended up going late, only to find out that I was supposed to meet a stranger that I didn't even know who needed my help at that time. So God might have wanted to use you in a particular day, but then the devil, or I'd say the spirit of laziness, is trying to disturb all of that. Mm. But then God is like, there's something pressing that is going on. There's something pressing that you need to attend to today. So wake up. Go do that. I need you to. I have a mission for you in this day. So it's important when you're feeling lazy, pray and be like, God, why am I so lazy? You know, this is crazy because on some days, like when I don't feel like going to church, I switch on my alarm. And then I'm like, uh, God, if you want me to go to church tomorrow, make me hear this alarm. And then if not, I'll just lose it and then go to sleep. <laughs> And then, <laughs> then what happens? I do that. And then it's obviously gonna go on. <laughs> and then I'm still gonna snooze. And then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna snooze this all up. If you really, really want me to go to church, make something that's gonna want me to wake up so that I can know that this is you. Mm. And then something is gonna happen. It's either someone is going to knock at the door that I need to attend or it's either I'm going to be like sweating in a way that I'm like, okay, I'm up. Or it's either I'm going to need to go to the bathroom. So any of those reasons happen. So then I'm like, okay, I got to go to church. So what I'm trying to say is that every Sunday, every opportunity, in fact, it doesn't have to be a Sunday. Even if you go three times or four times, every opportunity that you get to go to church, you should go. Because you don't know when your next church will be. That means you don't know when your next date with God will be. Because we often, like a lot of people don't pray every day. So going to church gives you that opportunity to be in a clear mind. In a clear state where you're focusing on God. Where you're focusing on that particular date. And like, okay, this is where I am. So Father, I'm offering myself to you now. Because that's what he wants. He wants you to offer yourself at his service. Mm. So going to church is the thing. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. And, you know, you just gave me the thought that, you know, church is the place whereby you do, you have no other distractions around you. Um, as much as you can, you know, pray at home and, and, and have a service at home, it's different than being in an environment whereby it just cultivates that, 
um, spirituality, you know, because it, it's designed for that, you know, it, it's where God dwells. Um, not that he is not where we are, but it, 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 it is his, his place, you know, whereby you can just go there without the distractions of the world and just, you know, connect with him, um, be in the moment. I love that. I'm definitely going to apply some of those, you know, tips that you, that you give that you say you use, you know, <laughs> trying to make sure that the devil doesn't get me down when I have to go to church. So I think to everyone who's listening, you should definitely apply that, you know, make sure that you, you, you set the alarm or something, something that will just set you off and remind you to go to church. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, the devil And it tries. does work. It does work every time. <laughs> I mean, th that's definitely... That's definitely something that I'm going to use because the devil does try to deter us from, from going to church. Um, it's, it, yes, he, it's, it's his mission. He knows that that's where we are renewed. You know, that's where we get our strength from. And then he tries to make us, you know, forget about everything. And, you know, perhaps, you know, I don't want to speak too much. Speaking about being busy and everything like that, because we, we do have other things in our lives and someone might say that but i'm just so busy you know occupied with schoolwork i'm occupied with with work uh yeah so what what do you say to to those people to that person um, yeah to that person that uh i just feel i don't i can't because there's just so much to do do they set it aside you know what's funny is that uh, i actually went through that situation uh, this past weekend, so um, there was this uh, big soccer game that was going on on sat on Saturday, and then people are, like they didn't to catch up on work on Sunday because they couldn't since they were so excited for the soccer match and everything. So I asked them, "So you're not working today because of the game, but then you're saying that you're going to work tomorrow when it's a Sunday instead of going to church. So you prefer soccer over God." So, like, you're basically taking that thing, empowering it that much that you're going to, like, sort of make it your idol, that this is more important. This is the priority that I have. Like, try to set your priorities straight. Who exactly is your creator? Who exactly is in charge of your schedule? What happens when you don't even get the opportunity to go to work? Because in the first place, God gave you that work. You didn't put yourself there. It was all by favor. So can't you take that particular church takes like two hours maximum. Can't you take those two hours at least and dedicate them to God? So that's the question that I posed. It's like, can't you at least sacrifice that? The 90 minutes, can't you take them and do something else and then at least go to church for those 90 minutes? You're, going, you're complaining mm -hmm. about work that it's so much, it's so consuming. Who gave you that? Can't you take a moment to thank the person who placed you there and say, I'm grateful for this. The person who's going to give you strength to carry on with that work. Can't you take a moment to thank that person? So it changes how a person thinks when you ask them such questions. Like who placed you there? Change your mentality. Change how you think. Look at the person that created the situation. Take a moment. God teaches you to be calm in the storm because he's always calm in the storm like everyone is so busy and running around he's just like be still 
I am God, I'm with you. So you need to remember that. Everyone needs to remember that. Okay, so what if you tell them that and then they respond to you and be like, but God is everywhere, you know? I don't necessarily need to go to church. <laughs> what do you say to that? Yes, God is everywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm not against that. He is omnipresent. But then remember that every, every human being in this world can never be alone. That is a fact. And as much as God is everywhere, but you can't be everywhere. You can't be by yourself. So you need someone. You need a congregation. You need that particular place that you're going to call home, that you're going to go to, to be like, okay, now this is where I want to be at this particular moment. Now this is the place that I'm going to draw strength from. These are the people that are going to be part of my life and be part of my journey that God has given me. So you need that. I, I always tell that, yes, you're going to be there, but then you're by yourself. So God says, where two or three are gathered, there I am and they are present. So when, if you're constantly separating yourself, you're giving the enemy a better chance of attacking you because you're by yourself and you have no one to be like, pick up yourself. I am here to carry you. I'm by your side. So you need to remember that where two or three are gathered, there I am and they are missed. So you need someone who's going to walk by your side and always be there to help you when you're limping. You Like, you know, you're limping, and then the person is there to just help you limp. Go towards your goal. Go towards God to get strength, to get healed. Because after you're going to go back to the hospital, which is the church. Mm, mm. So you can't be by yourself. And, and what you just said just reminded me of the story of um, the man who was, I think, lame. Um, or paralyzed and then his friends brought him to Jesus from the roof you know um, and I guess church does play that role that the people around it you it was a perfect demonstration it was a know, perfect demonstration the people around you uh, uh, I mean, bring you closer to Christ you know, that's what the, the congregation is supposed to be there for, whereby you we help each other by bringing each other closer to Christ. And I think that's what happened when, you know, during the COVID season, whereby we weren't going to church. It was so much harder, you know, uh, to, to, to stay strong for, for, for some people in, in such a way, including myself, in such a way that after the, the, the COVID, uh, I mean, it's not over, but like after that, those lockdowns, many people stopped coming to church, you know, because it was, they were so discouraged. And so the, the role of the church is there to just keep us motivated and, and, and keep us, you know, keep our, our faith strengthened. And, you know, we've, we've talked about the good sides of church. Um, and, you know, maybe we, we just can enter into a little bit of um, the, the I don't want to say the bad side, the con more controversial side. Now, some people have had bad experiences at church. Um, either, you know, they've, they, they've yeah, I mean, there's so many things because church is filled with sick people, people who aren't perfect themselves. We are all sinners. And sometimes we don't treat each other the right way. Uh, some people might be rude to some people and people get discouraged because of that. And the other terrible experiences which people have faced within the space, which is supposed to be a safe space for us um, as Christians. So, you know, what do you, what do you say to those people who are like, I don't want to go to church simply because 
I've experienced so much hatred, gossip, or whatever. I mean, I know it's a bit of a touchy subject, um, but I just, you know, I know that there are some people who might be hearing uh, who are going through that experience. So what do you say to those people? What's funny is um, I was also one of those people in at some point. Really? Wow. Yes. Mm. Despite me growing up on a family that is like was encouraging me to go to church and everything. But like um, in 2016, I was, remember when I told you that I devoted my life to God on, on that particular year, like I was mm, yeah. at a stage where I was like, I want to, I wanted, you know, where you grow up, like going to church and all that. But then I was like, I want to make my own decision as to which church I go to. Like, I just like, I don't want my family deciding that this is the church that you need to follow. But I didn't like completely neglect the church. So I'd like go to the one that I wanted to go to and then go to the one that my family goes to. So then this particular incident happened <laughs> where it devastated my life to the most. Where I, you know, when you literally feel like um, you just want to change locations. <laughs> I was sure. at that point. That bad. Yes. Um, so this is what happened. If I I can share, I don't know. But it's like um I had you know, like uh with school I was in the trick at the time, so we were a group of friends and then on my friends we were two who were born again and then the rest were like uh going to church, like on different churches. So then this person invites me to his church, and then I have my church, so I go to his church. Uh, it was closer to home, so I'd go there more often because they also had like uh, your youth services on Fridays. They did prayer meetings. They had like uh, your, uh, it was so nice when they had uh, the um, whole night prayers and everything. Then I used to go all of that and excited until this one particular time where everything just changed. And um, the person who invited me to church started to act weird towards me. And then when that happened, he was like, um, I don't trust you anymore. Uh, you're not the person that I thought you were. You're not living your life for God, but then you are possessed with the spirit of the devil. So you're not really a child of God. So imagine someone telling you that. Mm -hmm. Sure. And then I didn't like quite understand. So I got confused and I asked God, is like, what does he mean when he's telling me all this? And then I started like um, not going to his church that much, but then I still continued. And then there's this one particular Sunday that I missed. And then uh, when he went on, like we went to school on Monday, he was like, you know, uh, you didn't go to church. And then the pastor was looking for you, like his pastor, he was looking for me. I'm like, why? What? What's so particular about it? And then next Sunday I went only to find out that, um, he told me uh, that um, I should pack up my... Imagine it's in the middle of the service. You know when you like do praise and worship and then it's all done. Then the pastor goes to the like uh, pulpit and then he calls out your name. Yeah. And then you look up as to, why am I being called? <laughs> and then he's just like, um, pack up your things and leave. I don't ever want to see you coming back to this church because you... And your pastor are involved with the devil. And I don't associate myself with the devil. So don't ever set your foot here ever again. So imagine being told that during the service. 
in front of everyone. Yo. I was mad at God. I was mad to the fullest. I was like, God, how can you let such happen when I'm saying that I'm following you? How can I be this embarrassed by a pastor that claims to be your son, that claims to be your, that he's called by you? Mm. If he's seeing the spirit, why can't he just, you know, cast it out instead of chasing me away from you? How am I supposed to trust you again? And then that is when I cried the day and I told myself that I'll never go back to church ever, that I'll never trust God ever in my life. And then fast forward, I went to varsity after that. I was still mad at him. And then when I got there, I was still ashamed about what happened because I didn't want to like share it. This is actually the first time I'm sharing it loud. And then I was like, I'm never going back to God because how can he let such happen? Why couldn't he do anything with it? Like, that was the most confusing part for me as to why would you cast me out? You said you want people to come to you as they are. Then now why would you chase me away? Why can't you help me? Why can't you mold me to be what you want me to be? Because I've offered my life to you. I'm 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 ready to serve you. That's where I was like, I'm done. But then the interesting is the interesting is that uh, when I came to Durban with that mentality, you know, I was told this God wouldn't let you experience something without a purpose despite of how painful it is you may not see it at that particular time but then it's definitely mm. for a reason so if someone is also in maybe i don't know a worse situation or experienced something that is worse than the one that i experienced i'm gonna tell the person that for me it was um where I was like, okay, if I believe in God, I need to stand my ground. And I need to tell myself that no man can tell me otherwise because that man is not God. So I needed to face God personally and be like, okay, so since you told me this, now clarify mm. what am I supposed to do with my life? Why did you bring me here? Because you said you knew me before I was even formed in my mother's womb. That you had plans for me. What plans are those? You knew me for what? Why did you even create me in the first place? Until I find that reason, I'm not going back. And then the only way to find that out was to actually go back. So you know, you see how controversial that is. Where you don't want to go back, but then you have to go back because you want to find the answer as to what's my purpose? What is it that you said in Jeremiah that you were creating me for? Why did you let that happen? I can't find that out if I don't come to you, the person who actually allowed the situation to happen. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I can't have the answer if I'm not confronting you as to tell me why did this happen? Which is exactly what people need to there wouldn't be so much hate in the world if people actually talked if actually people went to that particular person and be like what's going on can we resolve this there wouldn't be all of this so that's what i did if a person is thinking that church is the worst place to be consult called about it do what i did consult him 
and be like, God, you said you have a plan. You said nothing will take me away from you. You said you will never separate me from you. So why are you doing this? Go back to him, question him. He's going to reply. And that will lead you right back to him and giving you more answers and making you more and like understand more of his way. Sure. Wow. I mean, that that is, I mean, thank you very much for, for sharing that experience. I know that it definitely wasn't easy, um, but you, you've, you, you've definitely, you know, opened my eyes to that. And I'm sure somebody who is going through a similar situation or has gone through that similar situation now knows that, you know, go to God, you know, talk to him about it. Uh, because all of these people who are at church with us, you know, they are sick just like us. You know, they are sinners. And you can't really expect much from sinners. You know, um, we are all working to be changed by God. And so the only person you should really, you know, look at is the doctor who is Christ, you know, who is God, who can heal us. Um, and, and so, you know, that is something which is so beautiful. So to go to church or not to go, the question has been answered today that we need to go to church. Go we to need church. To go to church because you have that to go is to our church. safe space. That is where we get to connect with God. That is our hospital. And we are sick people who need a savior who can heal us. Thank you very much, Zizi, for everything that you've shared. I mean, I am so amazed and so grateful for all that you've shared. Um, and so, I don't know, maybe you can just say goodbye to everyone at home. Thank you for having me. <laughs> goodbye thank, to everyone. <laughs> thank you very much, Zizi. Thank you very much to everyone who was watching or listening to this episode. We'll catch you next time on the Youth for Child podcast. Um, I don't know if you want to drop any of your handles where people can check you out to catch you uh, if you want to. <laughs> I'm not really that social on social media. I'm not really that social. Thank you very much, Zizi, for, for joining me for today's episode. Thank you very much for you who is watching today. Um, catch you next time, same time. Uh, remember, young people, do not let anyone look down on you because you are young. Rather, set an example for other young believers. Conversation in, in spirit and word and in love and purity. Good night. I mean, Okay, I don't know when you're listening to this, but God bless you. Speaking of church, I would just like to share with you guys that we as Youth 412 have been doing some amazing, amazing church tours all over Durban. And it's been really, really great. Now, what has been great is that we've gotten to engage with other young people, had some exciting, very fun experiences with them. I mean, you can check it out on our social media pages at youth412 underscore ZA. So, yeah, we'd like to invite you guys to join us whenever we will be going to those church tours and we'll be, you know, ministering to those churches to our fellow youth and you know trying to make new friends meet new people and i believe that you guys would really really enjoy your time there so yeah please do make sure that you do that and check out our social media pages so that you find out when our next church tour will be all right see you next time bye yeah still working on an ending after the ending yeah